Welcome again to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I've heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. Pouring begin. Bush red. Yes, the it's red bush specifically. Red bush. Yes. All right. What am I having? You know what? I think it's decanter o'clock. Ooh, breaking into it early, huh? Yeah. Let's get started hard. <laughs> nice. That's a big noise. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, surprisingly uh, loud. You know, if I. If I run my decanter out of whiskey, that means I have to buy more whiskey. Yes. Which If uh, only you had some more laying around somewhere. Well, here's the problem, is that all of the bottles are almost gone because I drink all my whiskey. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right, we are here in the actual studio. Yeah, with the uh, beautiful table and all the... Uh decorations that are very diverse all the four of you that follow us on facebook will have seen the photo updates well here it is yeah it lives it breathes yeah it looks pretty nice surprisingly so all right all right easy now hey the legs i'm talking about specifically the legs did you expect me to put some real jankety legs on well i thought i'd see them and i'd be like oh yeah those are definitely folding table legs but you know these they don't look like folding table legs. See, now you've told everyone that they're folding table legs, right? Mm-hmm. So now they're going to say, oh, that's not really a podcast studio, is it? That's just that's just the generic office. <laughs> it You're is. are still in the generic <laughs> office. We've broken the, uh, the immersion. The fourth wall has been yes, broken. Yes, yes. It's all gone. It's all gone. But <laughs> yeah. So we got the GoPro set up. Mm-hmm. I had a nice little trial run the other day. Um thought i was gonna lose it a couple times but we're good to go you know when you attach a gopro to a dog and the dog starts running there's part of you where it's like was that a good idea Mm, yeah that's true (laughs) i'm sure that you have like a just a a small moment of regret where you're like oh geez okay we're all right we're good you know and i only caught myself falling once you know that's the other benefit of having somebody else recording that doesn't know what they're doing when you fall you're gonna be on it instead of just you know Tripping, seeing the floor, getting back up. True, true, yeah. When you're on camera falling, rather than with a camera falling. Yeah, which arguably one's better because you might ruin the camera, but... Yeah. yeah so far, I'm, I'm happy with the GoPro. It took a little bit to get the files off, which, you know, was... I had hoped it would be as simple as just plugging it in and letting it go, and it wasn't working, and then I realized I was hitting the record button, not the power button. <laughs> I'm like, this should be just as simple as plugging it in and going. And I'm like, what's going on? It says turn it on and it's good to go. So I downloaded the stupid GoPro quick whatever, quick pro or whatever thing and it uploads it and all that stuff. And I'm like, it's still not working. And the directions on that thing are literally plug it in, turn it on. There you go. And I'm like, I am not this technologically deprived or are you (laughs) and i'm like what the heck and i'm like oh wait the power button isn't the button that looks like a power button (laughs) no that's the record button the power button is the button that says mode for whatever this tiny little button on the side but i mean the camera itself is like that big yeah that's true yeah that's true i'm happy with it i'm glad 
I'm so glad I'm happy with it because I didn't have to spend a penny. Yeah, and I uh, all the <laughs> all the attachments. I mean, I think I probably have about as much invested in this table though as you do. In yeah, your probably, but you know, it is what it is. We both get to use them for. It's what we for want. the good cause. Yeah. All right. I mean, we are officially in the Babbleheads Video Studio. Yeah. Well, I think too. It's us kind of saying we want to do this. Let's do it. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Like. Got the GoPro camera, want to edit some videos, I'm going to just do it. Yeah. Because um, I think there's a lot to be said for the appreciation of doing something, not to get really popular with it or really good at it even, but just having that appreciation of like, wow, we've done a couple podcasts now. Looking at the successful podcast, you're like, wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, it's a real yeah. skill and that appreciation definitely helps. So video editing... Making a table, even if it's just staining it and putting legs on it. Hey, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, I mean it came out great, but uh, there's an art to it. Yeah. You ought to appreciate art. I do, I do. <laughs> um, and then of course we have the selection of uh, whiskeys and stuff. Yeah, this here. is just in case we get thirsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not Basically, at all that we haven't <laughs> thought about decoration at all. We were looking for something to decorate the table. This. Kind of says a lot about me. <laughs> this is how we decorated it because this is what was available in the generic yes. office, which is in my house. The <laughs> only thing that was really, and it's not even decorative, is the Ulu knife I got you from Alaska, which is sitting over here. And that is actually meant to chop vegetables, whatever, and actually be used. Yes, well, it isn't ever yeah. going to be. But, hey, it's cool. It is. I think uh, other than that, we've got a couple of random things and bits and bobs, but we'll expand on that and add some cool stuff at some point. But. Yeah, so more on the video podcast aspect. I think that uh, I wanted to bring up the fact that I am using this video podcast as motivation. Yeah. So I know for a fact that I look like a beluga whale in that camera right there. See, you brought up that exact phrasing in the last podcast. It's my favorite way to describe myself. And would I you think, just prefer something else? I think you're 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 just putting your down yourself down just a little bit too much. I mean, granted, neither of us have the illusion that we're in great shape, but I think you're healthier <laughs> than you were a few months ago. That's the truth, hundred percent. Despite the fact we're drinking whiskey and you had pizza for dinner. Hey, pump the brakes, okay? It's been a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> But despite all that, at least it's going the correct direction, you know, and you're not one of those people that are like, I'm fine. This is beautiful. Deal with it. Well, so here's the idea. (laughs) (laughs) We can touch on that in a second. But the beauty of this is that I think that looking at this video a year from now, yes, we're going to go, wow. Yep. Look at us now compared to where we were yeah. then. And we're def- and I think we're definitely motivating each other in a good way, you know. Yeah, we're we're instead of being self-deprecating, yeah. we're deprecating each other for us for each other. Ah, we're not <laughs> that bad. We're honest. You're not going to the gym tonight? Really, yeah. Get in there. Okay, well that that was needed. Yeah. I think. And I mean, you know, it is what it is, but I think having that that's what's great about CrossFit is all the people that are there anyway give you the kind of, hey, where were you? What's going on? Yeah. Um, but just even having somebody else where it's like, what are you doing? What, where, where, did you go today? What was the workout? Yeah. And sometimes I'll text you those workouts and it's like, oh, 
Yeah, it's like, a little rough. I made the mistake of agreeing to help set up a hidden network after one of my workouts. <laughs> oh, God. So it's not that big a deal. No, but you have to be able to use your body. Yeah. Uh, it took me two hours. <laughs> and I, I drenched in sweat. Like, I was sweating so much for like an hour or more afterwards that it was just covering my glasses. I had to keep cleaning them. And it was a bad workout. Like, and so uh, I'm like, all right, all I have to do is plug in this router, access it, change the name, hide the SSID, make a moderately difficult password, and we're good to go. Did that. Couldn't access the hidden network. What the heck is going on? Couldn't figure it out. That's Couldn't a figure it stroker. out. Then, come to find out the people in the back are like, we don't have any music and they're rowing 4K. And I'm like, oh God, that sounds horrible to do with music. They should probably have music. So I hook everything back up, go out into another access point, start plugging stuff in, still not getting it. So finally, I take it to a computer that they have, like the desktop set up, plug it in, you know, no internet connection, but just right. to access the router directly because you don't need the passwords really. Other than the admin password thing. I had misspelled the name of the hidden network. <laughs> I go, that's the problem with hidden networks. If you don't yeah. know the name, you can't <laughs> find it. And arguably. You know. So what I did to troubleshoot Unless it. Unless you misspell it while typing it again. Yeah, so what I did to troubleshoot it is I left the 5G one as the default. When I factory reset it again. And set the hidden one. Once I connected to the hidden one, went in, deactivated it, and we were good to go. But needless to say, I felt like death the whole time. And so it was super fresh. For those of you who are still here after listening to all that jargon, <laughs> <laughs> what Corey did was set up a thing that was hidden and try to access it with the wrong name. Yes. Yes, it's like... For multiple hours. It's like yelling into a crowd for your friend Bryson and yelling out, Steve! Yeah. Steve, come here! <laughs> So, and expecting Bryson to appear. That's um, that's a good analogy. Good analogy. Yeah. So uh, we both experienced something pretty strange today, and I thought it was kind of interesting. the uh, The sunset today was just absolutely it, nuts. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, not to be one of those sentimental types, but I thought that was pretty crazy. Not to be one of those sentimental types, but sentimentally, yeah. I get here and I'm like, "Did you see that sunset?" And when Bryson goes. Yeah, that was, like, amazing. I'm yeah, like, we both okay. happened to be driving, and I definitely pulled off to the side of the road on my way mm-hmm. so that I could stop and take a picture because of how amazingly beautiful it was. Yeah. I, and I like I told you, I've never, I don't think, if you look through with a thousand and, like, I think I have 1,500 photos on my phone, I bet you wouldn't find one sunset. You might yeah. find one sunrise from, like, a fishing, fishing trip or something, yeah. but I don't just take pictures of sunsets. It was so beautiful. I was moved to pull my phone out of my pocket while stopping on the side of the road. Stopping. And and take a picture. I actually took like five pictures. Yeah. Because it was just that beautiful. And I was this close to taking a video. Yeah. It was... And the problem is I looked at the pictures afterwards and they didn't even come close to doing justice. It was was one of those moments for me where I looked at it and was humbled a bit. Yeah. Just because of... The, the beauty of it reminded me of the vastness of the world we live in. That's deep. See, 
when I started doing art and all that stuff, I started to notice things more like that. So I was on the way over. I'm like, is this just something that I'm just noticing now? Like maybe it's always that way. Maybe today I just happened to catch it and have that new appreciation for it. But no, it was not. I was not the only one. And literally the first person I asked agreed with me. So it was pretty cool. I, I happened mean, to be that first person. Yeah. Yeah. As you were on your way to pick up pizza. <laughs> yeah. I did that. It's a, I'm, I'm not ashamed. No. But it is what it is. So, yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. Your son eats pizza like a maniac. <laughs> you got to witness that for the first yeah. time. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, he, he likes to take the pizza, and you know how a normal human would eat pizza? They let the toppings be on the top, mm-hmm. and the crust is the bottom. It's like a building, right? Mm-hmm. You put the foundation first, and then you build the walls and roof on top of that. Yep. My son believes that pizza should be eaten roof down. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. See... Your son believes in eating pizza like a zombie believes in eating people. <laughs> he puts it in his mouth, lets the cheese hang out, then grabs and pulls <laughs> like he's pulling the skin off of something. Kind of does. And then there's red all over his face. I'm like, that's a little unsettling. He's a savage. Yeah. Speaking of The Walking Dead, did you ever get into that show? Nope. See, I refuse to be part of that culture. See, what? The Walking Dead culture or the zombie culture? No, uh, not really either per se. The popular TV culture. Yeah. See, I do my best to avoid it. See, I don't want to be one of those snobs that said I read the comics. Because the comics were good because there wasn't anything like the it. The book was way better. Yeah. No, see, the comics, there hadn't really been anything like it. So it was interesting. It was entertaining. A lot more brutal than the show. Like, people get their faces bitten off left and right with, like, reckless abandon. Yeah, but the show's got way better way better cinematography and graphics, though. Totally. The special effects in the, in the comic book kind of suck compared to the show. Coral! Coral! <laughs> but anyway, so... If you don't like that, I highly suggest watching Z Nation on Sci-Fi. That's what zombie TV should be. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't know, man. I've just... I guess I've never been that into the whole zombie thing. See, I I loved zombies before they were cool. I watched... The only... I guess the only movie I watched with zombie-esque creatures in it that I thought was pretty cool uh, was the one with uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. And that's not even zombies. They're, they're like mutant things. Mm-hmm. I did a paper on that movie for college. God, what a geek. The uh, the <laughs> class was called Monsters, Robots, and Cyborgs. Lots of ladies in that class. Yeah, see, there you was. You were just swimming in ladies. There was, because first of all, it was SUNY IT. Second of all, <laughs> everyone <laughs> thought it would be super easy, and the opening speech by the professor is like, I hope you don't think this is going to be easy just based on the title. And it was probably the hardest class I took. Really? Yeah, because it got deep. It was harder like than psychology fin- and all that. It was that harder stuff. than finite math. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, finite math was not that hard for me. But finite so. math was really hard for me because I didn't pay attention at all. Yes. I brought Fair my enough. laptop to class every single day and I played World of Warcraft yeah. during class. Yeah, see, 
in Monsters, Robots, and Cyborgs, you really dug into the questions like, what do human beings consider monstrous? What does it mean to be a monster? What is a cyborg? Is, you know, are we cyborgs? Yes. Right now? Yes. Yes. I would argue that anyone in this world right now who's walking around with a smartphone in their pocket is a cyborg. Well, see, I would argue, argue that right now, if it was just you... With your glasses on, you're a cyborg because the glasses are helping you see. You know, that's a, that is, hypothetically, that is a body modification. Yeah. So Contact it, lens is even more yeah. so. So it got deep. So my my presentation on I Am Legend talked about, you know, a little bit about the book, but mostly the alternative ending, which I think is amazing. The problem is that American consumers don't want to think when they watch a movie. The majority. So is that why The Prestige failed so badly? Yes. That was such such a a good movie. So the alternative true ending of I Am Legend, you know, they go in, they start getting attacked, and they go and hide in the basement where they're curing one of these things, you know? And he's done 50 to 100 of these creatures he's kidnapped, given this serum to try and turn them back to human, and... They've all failed and the things have all died. So, in the actual ending, well, that was released in movie theaters, they start to break through. Will Smith goes out like a boss, grabs a grenade, charges them, blows himself up, kills them, but the girl and the guy, the boy, get away. Right. In the actual ending that they had to change because it was too complex was that Will Smith realized that he was the monster because not once did the monsters in the movie actually attack unprovoked. Every time they attack, they are being attacked or just panicking. They never actually kill anybody. So you find out that these monsters may just be the next evolutionary step for people. So he opens the thing, gives them back the girl and they leave him alone and leave him alive. And Will Smith and the girl and the boy just go to a safe zone. And you look on the wall and see all the pictures of the things, the creatures he's killed. And he realizes, wow, like, you know, that's what I've done. And granted, because of them, his wife and daughter died in the movie. But it kind of makes you think that was a really cool ending because you think back to the movie and go, Wow, every time was retaliation for him doing something. Like dropping a car to pull somebody out of a building. Interesting. It is. But, you know, America's like, no, no, can't follow that. Yeah, no, man. That's too much thinking. Like, (laughs) The Grey, that movie's horrible. It has too much thinking in it, and you never realize what's at the end. I never saw The Grey. With Liam Neeson's? I do love me some Liam Neeson, but I've never seen The Grey. Spoiler alert. No! Yes. Fine. So, at the beginning of the movie, Liam Neeson's about to blow his brains out with a sh- gun. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty upbeat beginning of the movie. <laughs> but he decides not to, and a wolf appears in the middle of the snowstorm. Okay. Is he a stock? <laughs> so then, they get on the plane, the plane crashes, and he somehow manages to survive that. So then they're being hunted by a pack of wolves. The okay. wolf and him? basically and then i I, I don't get it okay okay all right (laughs) 
Long story short, wolves one, are known for being big time. Uh, <laughs> you know, they love to eat their own. You know, yeah. they're cannibals. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm. Wolves, yeah. definitely known cannibals. So, see, by the end of the movie, Liam Neeson's is the only one alive. Liam Neeson is the wolf. Yeah. Spoiler. Alert. And then he finds himself while they're trying to run. He finds himself in the den of this pack of wolves, and he fights the the alpha wolf for supremacy. And this seems really believable. Yeah, but the thing is that I can't like I think they had to add something at the end. They added like so at the end he takes vodka bottles, puts them in, breaks them, and he's like about ready to fight for his life. And the whole idea of the movie is here's a guy who at the beginning of the movie was going to take his own life, that despite all this hardship ship is still fighting for his life. So it's a really strong message. All right. And let's, then people are like, that's stupid, though. Let's, what let's, happened? Did he beat the wolf? And it's like, you're never going to beat a pack of wolves no. with your fists. The best thing you can hope for is to not die. No, the best thing you can hope for is to die quick because wolves will eat you butt first. Yes, they want you to be well. You'll be alive. You want, your, you want your food fresh. They just want their meat good and fresh. If you kill it first, it starts to rot. Yeah, so ideally, they would just take out your jugular and it would be over like that. Yeah. So let's turn this to a little less, uh, <laughs> you know, gruesome, horrific, terrible side of the podcast. Let's turn it around and let's talk about, since we're already on the subject of movies, what is your favorite, one of your favorite scenes from a movie? Oh, not even. I've, I've got a few that I could mention. Not favorite movie. No, no. Scenes. It could be a terrible movie. I'll tell you the only movie I've ever cried to. All right. And the only time I've ever really remembered, like, bawling. Okay. I was, I think, eight years old. Right. And I went to see the movie Armageddon. Oh, my God. With Bruce Willie. I was going to say that that's the first time that movie is the first movie that ever made me have what I would call. A man cry. So when he... And this is one of the things that really made me fall in love with good cinematography and stuff. Is when they draw straws and his daughter's boyfriend, husband, whatever. Can't remember at this moment. Gets the short Beyonce, straw. I believe. Yeah, gets the short straw. And he takes him down and he's like, I'll walk out with you. And he pulls the patch and everything off his shirt and gives it to him. And decides to blow himself up instead. And all like the scenes of her growing up and you know that yeah. flash before he... I'm getting a little weepy yeah. just thinking about it. That's the only thing I can't thing believe that you pulled out the same cry. scene. Yeah. Alright, so I can't say that's the only thing that's ever made me cry. Because when I was a little kid, I don't know what happened to me in adulthood. I must have really screwed myself up. But when I was a kid, I used to cry a lot. You were a... You were a, a I, was, we know. I was sensitive. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Something broke. <laughs> but when I was when I was little, I remember my I remember this specifically. It's one of my earliest memories. I was probably six, maybe seven. We watched the movie Twister. Yeah. And I cried during the movie Twister when I was a little kid. And you're not even gonna remember the scene. It's completely unmemorable. Mm. An old one of the old ladies, I don't remember the character. It was this I haven't seen Twister in twenty years. So, it was an old lady. She purchased drinks for the, the two main characters, and it was an older lady. And 
she gave them to him, and they proceeded to take a sip and set their drinks on the top of their truck. And then here comes the twister, and they just hop in the truck and tear off, and the drinks dump on the ground. So I cried because the old lady with a fixed income <laughs> wasted her money on those slackers. <laughs> that is probably the most horrible story I've ever heard. <laughs> Like, I can understand, like, I am legend when the dog dies. Was that a little anticlimactic yeah. for you? Yeah, oh, well. Well, I was going to say, I wasn't going to go to the sad stuff. Mm-hmm. I was going to take this another direction. So, I was going to say how pathetic it is that one of my favorite scenes from any movie ever was the moment from How to Train Your Dragon 2 <laughs> when Toothless goes all alpha. If you've seen the movie, no. you know what the scene is I, I'm talking about. You've never seen the movie? You've never, you've never seen the movie? Mm-mm. How to Train Your Dragon is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not afraid to admit that animated movies are awesome. No, I don't think they're not awesome. I just... Yeah. You should definitely watch How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. I have them on Blu-ray. You can borrow them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't do that, but okay. You should do that. Yeah. So, that was one. And another one that came to mind is from Boondock Saints. Uh, the courtroom scene. Nah, 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 nah. That's that. That is like so cliche. Oh, yeah, I love that scene. It's a good scene. That's my why. favorite scene. I'm is sorry the rope that scene in that movie. I, I mean, that's a good scene too. Why are you ever gonna need that rope? That, always bring rope. <laughs> it's never failed me to this day. Uh, okay, along the same line. Favorite movie. Okay, my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Smokey and the Bandit. I don't think I've ever seen it or remember it. I probably have, but... For those of you just listening, I'm blinking a lot. Yeah, he's pretty shocked. That's definitely on my list. No doubt about it. And since you haven't... You don't remember seeing it, you definitely need to go watch it. It's a great movie. Um, And I would have to say that up near that, would probably be How to Train Your Dragon. I'm telling you, it's that good. you got to go watch it. So, my favorite movie... Toothless is Bomb. ...is The Rock. Have you ever seen it? Sean Connery and uh, Nicolas Cage. Can't say I have. Uh, it takes place on Alcatraz. and mm, You know what? I might have seen it. Sean Connery's the only person to ever successfully escape from it. Mm, long time ago, right? Long, old, old movie. Yeah. I I think I remember. It's one of those movies that, like, every time it came on, I'd have to watch. Think, think carefully. So, along the scene, I think it's funny because video games, I think, are kind of reaching that level of entertainment. Are you looking for Bird Dog? Mm, got that. Anyway, so... Toss me that. So, um... One of the most memorable scenes from a video game, and I've shared this with you, is the scene where Dom sacrifices himself in Gears of War 3. (laughs) And that's where that song, All Around Me Are Familiar. Yeah. And it's like... Such a good song. So what happens there is they're like getting overrun. And Dom has been going crazy ever since he found out his wife was like turned into a slave and killed. And like he... Well, if you're going to have a reason to go crazy. So, like, he's just... Yeah. So, they think he's running. 
and he's turns like takes this tanker away and they think they're that he's abandoning them and then he told them to run so he rams into the thing and blows everything up in spectacular fashion <laughs> but it's all set to that song and it's just like wow and that's the only probably video game moment that's given me feels like that other than like some epic halo stuff and yeah campaigns, i'll never campaigns. i'll never forget in halo was it halo 2 the very last uh battle in the campaign where it played they played that breaking benjamin song blow me away i think so yeah i think that's the second one yeah that was it was either two or three it definitely wasn't number one but that was like so epic i think that was the first time other outside of like need for speed or whatever that i'd ever heard like a real piece of like popular music in a video game and i got i remember getting so pumped for that it was awesome and uh i would have to say that there's definitely been some moments in video games that have given hit me right in the feels mm-hmm. um one in particular game that definitely reminds me of some feels would probably be final fantasy 7 ah so overrated everything i do is overrated you know that yeah um dude have you heard of this game fortnite though you know what? I've never played Fortnite. We'll talk about that in a second. No, we won't. I'm yes, not we gonna, will. I'm never going to play Fortnite. So, I don't want to convince you to play Fortnite. I just think it's insane how... I play it. I think it's insane how popular it is. Because it's not a game for everyone. Or maybe it is, I guess. It's a game for all 11-year-olds, including Corey. No. See, the thing is, that have you ever played a Battle Royale game? You know what that is? Depends on what you mean by Battle Royale. You're one of a hundred people. When you die, you're dead. And the goal is to be the last person standing. Uh, not really. So Battlefield yeah. is sort of kind of like that because there's big campaign pieces like that where there's yeah. like a hundred people in a battle. Yeah. But it's you do respawn. Yeah. So no respawns, no nothing. You drop with nothing. You have to pick up random loot on the ground and in chests and stuff. So there's a lot of luck involved. So that's the thing. It's like... Mm, my favorite kind of game, RNG. It's very rare to win. In case anybody's wondering, RNG stands for Random Number Generator. It's a nerd term. Yeah. It means luck. Yeah. So I just I find it surprising that so many people like it, but I think it's partly because you, to some people, just getting to a certain number, like within the top 10, top 20 is enough and considered a win even if they get no kills that they'll just hide in a bush the whole time and be like dude i got to ninth place though i didn't get a single kill and got killed instantly all the 10 year olds yeah but you know i've uh i think that's probably you know what you are you're just a mean person the reason why you like playing fortnite is because you win at it because everyone else who plays it's 20 years younger than you i don't win at that you Dude, win it. You win. Dude, there's it there's a lot of good players playing that. I mean, a lot of people play. So what you're telling me is you're a total scrub and you get beaten by 11 year olds all the time. Yeah. Dude, I would get beaten by 11 year old version of myself. I 11 year old version of me played a ton of video games and was really good at video games. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Play your 11 year old version of you right you now versus 11 year old you at Smash. Yeah, 11-year-old me at Smash would smash me now. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. I mean, I just played oh, too much. Yeah. Remember that? Remember back in those days, man? Remember when we were little? Yeah. When we were we? Not the best choices. No. No, we turned into us. Yes. <laughs> See, I remember, and I, we both did like theater and some after school activities yeah i did some sports why did you do theater um let's see i started in middle school yeah i didn't i i don't know why. i think i started i started eighth grade i so think, middle school but like i think it way. was just because i did chorus and they had asked so was there ever like a moment where you thought Theater is awesome because there's a lot of chicks here. Kind of. Because I definitely remember having that thought. Like, hmm, if I go play sports, I get to spend a ton of time with a bunch of dudes. But if I go to theater, I'm going to be the minority. Yeah, I never thought of it. No? No. That didn't really concern me that much. Man, I guess... Just, at some point, puberty hit me like a truck. <laughs> yeah, see, I just, I had never had an issue being around, like, I had mostly, eh, I wouldn't say mostly, but I had been around a lot of girls growing up anyway, so it never well, really Well, you didn't really have anything. a lot of, like, romantic interests in high school anyway, really. No. I had more in middle school, because I didn't care. When was your first girlfriend? Elementary school. Me too, what grade? Second, second grade. Yeah, I used to get this girl little rings from the from the machine, and I'd leave them on her desk. I remember when I was in fourth grade. I, we can't mention names. No, but I will say names. that this girl, I went to her house in high school because she was a friend of my cousin and was having a birthday party or something, and she showed me that she had saved the ring. Oh, really? A little dollar. The quarter ring. Is this who I think it is? Probably. Alright. I think I know who this is. What was your first kiss? Hmm. Huh? Maybe early middle school, late elementary school. I remember mine like it was yesterday. The one that I remember was regrettable because it was kind of one of those like weird party things where it was kind of obligatory. So... Oh, so you had like a spin the bottle deal going yeah. on? Yeah, that, but that's like the one that. I could remember. I can't remember. My first kiss was in sixth grade mm-hmm. with the first girl in our class that got boobs. Mm. Because as soon as I saw that, I was like, trance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. puberty hit me like a truck. Yeah. So all I could think about was boobs. That's the way. For any of the one ladies listening, men, well, boys, as a teenager, literally, I mean, the only thing you can think about is girls. At least that's the way it was for me. Like, Mm -hmm. pretty much every waking moment of the day was girls. It was ridiculous. I tried to do other things, but eventually it all, every five seconds probably. (laughs) Yeah. And um, it's rather uncomfortable, but either way. I remember it like it was yesterday, dude. It was like a quick smooch before we got on the bus, mm-hmm. before we went our separate ways. That was my first kiss ever. And now, looking back, like, I never really thought to do it, but like a couple months ago, 
I just Googled her name. Facebook. I used Facebook. I didn't use Google. And I saw a picture of her. <clears throat> and I was like, whew, dodged a bullet. <laughs> Middle school, man. Those oh, stick with you. man. Woo. That yeah, was a rough one. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, middle school was more of the time when that happened, and then by high school I kind of mellowed out a little bit. I don't know, it never stopped for me until I was like I don't know, 20. it was like probably two of the four years though in high school Dude, that I was... I would say for person. a good solid eight years, I was just like every five seconds, girls. Boobs. Girls. I mean, that was always there, but not like, I don't know. I think I it's feel genetic. like it was all absorbing. I think it's genetic. You've Maybe. met my dad. Maybe. I try I to mean, suppress it, but... I mean, there's always that that side, I think, for probably girls, too. But I, I you know. agree. I think so, but to a different extent, I yeah, think. in a different way. I think that guys are biologically driven to do certain things, like sow their oats, if you will. I just realized that was the first sip of that whiskey. And, and it shocked me because it's a completely different taste. <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty good weird. though. Yeah, it's not pretty bad. good. It's look at the difference in color. Same exact company. I mean, see what this I don't one like, like it might be radioactive. I don't like flavored uh, whiskeys because of the film the flavoring leaves in. Oh, which one did you go with? Bird Dog. Oh, I yeah, started that's a with the Red Bush. What'd you think of it? I liked it. This. It's not bad. It's very strong blackberry flavor. Yeah, see, I I just don't like flavored stuff. Well, maybe you should have avoided it. There's like 30 I other things. I thought I'd try it. I thought I'd try it. I Fair didn't get that much of it. Fair but enough. It's I gotta like... give you the respect for the fact that you actually reached out and went for it. Yeah. The, but the syrup is what gets me. It's like you look in it and it's yeah. like... Oh, they definitely... Hmm. I wonder if it's got high fructose corn syrup. You think it's got high fructose? Probably. Does... Who purposely goes out and says, you know what would make this snack taste absolutely delicious? High fructose corn syrup. What's even worse is the fact that they still sell like vegetable oil how and expensive, canola oil and stuff like how that. How expensive is sugar? Wow. Today, in the age that we live in, how freaking expensive is sugar? I mean, sugar's already bad enough. Why are we going to take sugar and make it out of corn? Yeah. Have you ever tasted corn? I've tasted corn. I You've definitely that. tasted corn. Corn's not that sweet. I beg to differ. Corn generally is not that sweet. I have, and sweet they're not corn. making high fructose corn That's syrup out of delicious sweet corn. No, there's something else in there. It's they're distilling it down through very unnatural processes mm-hmm. and turning it into something it's not. Isn't that everything though? Not everything. Mm-hmm. Not everything. Not something. If you go out buy broccoli, it's still broccoli. Mm-hmm. So I forgot that school's back in session. It is. And I was going through Camden. I'm like, maybe, you know, walk the dog. I'm like, maybe I'll go quick run through uh, McDonald's. We all know that McDonald's is never really all that fast anyway. No. And then there was a sporting event. And the line of cars, I just turned around and went home. I'm like, I'd rather starve. Be faster to drive a half an hour to the nearest fast food place, go there, and then come back. Yep. Sad days. But, you know. We can't have a Taco Bell or anything else there because that would just be ridiculous. Yeah, it would be. But this town ain't big enough for two fast food restaurants, but we can have four pizzerias. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. Four, four pizzerias. 
Italian food, man. Never get enough. You know, I think if a good Mexican place opened up, <sighs> they'd kill. Yeah, man. Like a real Mexican place. Yes. Well, and it doesn't even have to be real Mexican. It can be. It just like, shouldn't be Taco Bell. Yeah, it can be just like take, but it tortillas, can't. But it also can't be meat in them. And there you go. It also can't be Chipotle because yeah, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be super reasonably priced. Yeah, it's gotta so you got to be able to go there and buy a taco a for two would do bucks. Really well. You got to be able to buy a taco for two bucks. I think a Moe's would do really. Well. I don't know, man. Moe's is kind of expensive. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've. Uh... It's got to be Taco Bell level prices. But with like slightly higher quality. I don't know. I think at some point you gotta have some money coming in. Have you ever eaten at that restaurant core? No. You told me not to. What? No, I didn't. You did. You did. You totally did. Last time I said, I think I'm gonna swing by that core eatery. And you said, eh. No. Food's I. No. Not because I love it there. Maybe you changed your opinion since then. No. This was a while ago. No. I've always, since the first time I went there, I liked it. The problem is it's expensive as hell. Expensive as hell. Speaking of expensive, you know what really bothers me? You know what grinds my gears? (laughs) (laughs) That look is pretty priceless. You know what really, uh, really gets my goat? Is mm-hmm. the fact that the place where we both go to buy our supplements mm-hmm. shares a door with Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Dude. Oh, Five Guys. Oh. <laughs> it's not fair, man. No, it's That's not, not right. They no, should be not. in two separate hemispheres of the world, but they share the same door. door. Like, well, literally, you have to walk into the Five Guys door. It has the Five Guys logo on the door. Yep. And then you have to take a right... To go to our nutri shop, and you can or get a left, just a whiff. Oh, it's more than a whiff. Yeah, it's I, more than a whiff. I think it's. I feel bad for anyone with a peanut allergy, that they may never know the glory that is that. Or but, the, or Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, but um, it's funny because my perspective of things have changed. So it used to be like, wow, you get fries at Five Guys, and they just dump them in the bag <laughs> and. And now I get it, and I'm like, I can't even get to the burger. My burger is all covered in fries, yep. and it's all greasy, and the wrapper's greasy, because I never eat. It's a grease experience. Yeah. I never eat Five Guys in Five Guys, because I think it's bad enough. So, like... What, uh, you just don't want to be seen? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, if Five Guys had a drive through you'd be hitting that oh, yeah. all the time. So, I hide in my car... You know, I might throw a movie on my phone or something, and I sit there in my shame, and I'm just covered in grease because I put the patty, like the, the foil oh, on my thing. This is a mistake. Just... This is all just a big mistake. You know what? Shame, the definition of shame, mm-hmm. 100%, can be described only by a fat guy. All right? One of the biggest moments of shame... In my adult life, and I've done this several times. I wish I could say I've only done it once, but I've done it a lot. Mm-hmm. Where you go to a fast food place, and you order so much food <laughs> that you order multiple beverages so that it looks like it's for more than just you. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, you put this in perspective for, for you. Go to Burger King, okay? Say they've got the two for six uh, Whopper chicken deal going, which they currently have. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is ridiculous. Ugh. So Our food is horrible. Yeah, but it's so tasty. So 
say you go there and you're like, okay, they got two for six. That's pretty good. So I'm going to get two of those. Not two for six, but two, two for six. So you're like, I'll get two Whoppers with cheese and then two crispy chicken sandwiches. And you know what? I'm going to want some fries with that. So let's get a fry. Oh, man. I really want an onion ring. I want that flavor going on. So let me get some onion rings up in here, too. And, uh, man, it'd be really sweet. Their chicken nuggets are so cheap here. You can get a 20-piece for three twenty-nine. Man, that's their cheap. Their chicken nuggets are horrible. They're terrible, but they're tw- they're three twenty-nine for twenty. I'm pretty sure they're just, they've just got a stock so, pile of them. So you're like, you know what? They're only three twenty-nine. Let me throw a twenty yeah. piece in there. They literally just grab them with a the shovel. <laughs> they like got a stockpile <laughs> from like 1922, and they're just shoveling them. In. So let's put this in perspective now. So you've spent twenty dollars on food, and then you go, oh no. That's a lot of food I just ordered. And then you go, I'm going to have to get some beverages with this to make it break it up and look like it's three meals. So if I were to order that, I would order three drinks. Yep. See, I think the first step to admitting you have a food problem is when the place recognizes you and calls you by name. The second problem is when you go to perhaps a small pizza joint and the stuff you get for lunch is so big that they have to put it in a large pizza box to give you. I'm not saying that happened recently to somebody here at this table. <laughs> but that was, I'm walking out with a, I mean, somebody's walking out with a large pizza box for lunch. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, God, oh, this is not good. I, not that recently, but recently enough. Got so much food at McDonald's that it came in the grocery bag. That they <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, they put the salads in it. Because they decided to introduce salads that can't fit in any bag but the right. grocery bag. Yeah, so my my meal that I got that was just for me <laughs> came in three paper bags inside of a grocery bag. Yeah. Well, I remember the... Uh, and you wonder why we're so fat. I mean, let's be honest. You're leaving with a large pizza box full of who knows what. Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, go-to meals when we used to work together were McDonald's and Drex. And what? Yeah. And Drex was the full sub yep. with a or- large order of mozzarella, uh, mozzarella sticks. And... And... And something macaroni else. Macaroni and cheese bites. Yeah, or something like that. Or fries, or both. Yeah. And sometimes chocolate chip cookies. I never had to talk chip cookies. That was you. But sometimes we go to Fast Track and get, like, chips or something. Yeah. Yep. So then the McDonald's, when they had that uh, two-for-five or two-for-ten deal where you could get, like, ten chicken nuggets. and like, two-for-six. Yeah, you get the ten chicken, chicken nuggets, get, like, the sandwich, and then we'd get another sandwich meal well, with the fries. My normal order at McDonald's up until recently was a double quarter pounder with cheese meal. Mm-hmm. In a large, with a diet. Woo! <laughs> there you go. And a double cheeseburger. See, my go-to is the. Uh, uh, so well, a sandwich meal with a sandwich. Have you side. had the new honey glazed chicken tenders? No, because I don't go to McDonald's that often. Yeah, <laughs> the new honey glazed chicken tenders. You eat them. We're supposed to be setting an example for people here. I know you eat them, and you know. That whatever's in that sauce is probably killing you. It's taking years off your life. You know that moment? So this is something I've just realized recently. Because my whole life I've been feeling like crap. And I never really realized it that Mm -hmm. much. But ever since I started eating better. 
the this last week I've been eating a little poor, um, just because of a lot of reasons. We've just been really busy. But either way, we haven't had a lot of time to cook and prepare meals in the way we should be. So we've been eating out a lot. And I've made some poor decisions along the way. Because it's just putting yourself in a bad position when you go out to a restaurant like that. So I've ordered stuff and I, I eat it. So like, I don't know. What was no, it? you eat the food you order? <laughs> no, I just order it throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. So I, we went to, I think it was Taco Bell like a few days ago. And I got, I don't know, some stuff. Like uh, seven or eight tacos. And <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the $5 box does it for me. Because when, when when the food hits my stomach, it's no break. It's instantly going, ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so I'm like, like I was getting there. Doing? I was getting there. So I had a um, cheese gorgiti crunch, my favorite. Yeah. Two hard tacos, beefy five-layer burrito, and a beefy frio burrito. And then Trina didn't eat one of her tacos, so I ate Oh, God, Bryson. Right. So I ate all those things. Bryson. <laughs> With Diablo sauce on all of it. El Diablo. <laughs> Dude, the Diablo sauce is amazing. It's good stuff. It's not hot at all. No, it's not. But it's really good. It's tasty. The Spicy Ranch. Have you had that? All right, calm down over there, homeboy. Spicy Ranch is really good. My story's not over yet. Uh, So I ate all that that food, and I felt fabulous right away. Like, (laughs) I felt great. I felt... No, no, I'm not kidding. I really did. I felt good. I'm like, yes, my stomach is so full. I feel fabulous. And then, about a half an hour later, my stomach goes... And then I started feeling like this slapping of gas down my intestines. Like as it turned corners, I was like, and it was very uncomfortable. And it reminded me of how I used to feel most of the time. And I'm like, I never want to get back to feeling this way every day. And then I woke up this morning with a headache. Like not this morning, but the morning afterwards, I, I woke up with a headache. Just realizing that my body was like pushing all this junk out. Yeah, see, I've never been a big fan of the hard tacos, even like the Doritos Locos tacos. Oh, so there, good, I don't. They're not that good. Oh, they're so good though. They're not. Did you ever have? They don't have them anymore. But did you have the spicy? Meat? Yeah, I did. And um, I liked like the burritos with the soft outside. But even the like because you're soft. Yeah. So what I'm hard I do AF. for the uh, the five dollar box? I love that we're talking about Taco Bell right now because I never used to eat Taco Bell. But what I do now is you I never replace, used to eat hamburger. Yeah, I eat, replace all like beef and beans with steak, and I have them add jalapenos. So when you go to Taco Bell, it's eighty seven dollars. So the five dollar box becomes like a thirteen ninety five dollar <laughs> box. I upgrade to the large Baja Blast because while you're there, you might as well have the Baja Blast. All right, I'm not gonna lie, that was the exact thought that ran through my brain when yeah. I was there. I got up to the thing and I go. Oh, they've got uh, they got some tea here, and they've got some diet soda, and the the Baja. Yeah. And I guess what I put in my cup? Baja Blast. No, I didn't. I put diet pet. No, I got Baja Blast. Yeah. Of course I did. Um. So that, and then the spicy ranch. And I, I'm not gonna lie. Right now, I'm thinking Taco Bell's is open 24 hours a day, right? <laughs> no. They're open late, not 24 hours. They're open till like 1. Well, you got plenty of time. This is another after dog. Yes. <laughs> after dog. What happened is I was out all day. Yes. And you were, I don't know, being around places all day. Yeah. I've yeah. been, I've driven, I think I drove 120 miles today. Fun. 
Yeah, see, I'm gonna. The only issue with the late nights like this is that I have to get home and then let the dog out because I leave before the dog usually goes to bed. So I'm stretching it. If I want to wake up at four in the morning, yeah, I can just go home and go to sleep. But most likely I'm going to have to let him out and use the bathroom. You know, I realized a small disadvantage to the video podcast version of this show. Mm. I have no idea how long we've been talking for. Yeah, I just was going to say that I think I have to pull out phone here to see let's see how long we it is 9 55 all right we've probably been talking for a while yeah i think so um i think this went pretty good you notice that we have the pop filters on here i think it's a nice touch makes it look fancy 100 percent aesthetic choice yes the pop filters were originally fully functional and i think they're still somewhat functional i don't think that's how pop filters work pop filters though (laughs) i think you just think it makes us look fancy yeah so here's the deal we really hope that everybody enjoyed the very first inaugural episode of babbleheads video yes um i think that it it went pretty terribly we'll see how it we'll see how it looks in editing right yeah who's gonna do the editing though oh probably me why because you're a slacker. That's the why. question is: Are we going to use the audio from this or that? What? Well, that's an easy question. Is it? It is. Stop asking dumb questions, Corey. All right, everybody, listen to us on iTunes and uh, Google Clouds and Google Places. Have you heard about Spotify yet? Uh, no. I feel like the people at Spotify hate us. They listen to the first podcast. Us. Yep. They listen to it and said no. But you know what? We're just going to not respond to them because we hate them that much. Yep. But yeah, we're on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud and Stitcher. Yep. Which I just found out that the, my new car is going to have Stitcher built into it. That's weird. Isn't it though? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe uh, sometime in the near future we might have a third babbler for just a random episode. See this? See this big empty space just... Just waiting for an actual No, no, no. Tablet. See the space where a moderately normal-sized human could fit? Yeah, this wouldn't fit one of us. No. If there was a third of us here, we would all just be all on top of each other. <laughs> right now, all we have is the Bushmills. <laughs> because, you know, we didn't want to have too much whiskey on the table. All right. I think we're babbling, lo- we're babbling along a little too hard. The babbling now. is uh, droning on a little bit, so... No, Thanks. it's just you. Really? <laughs> okay. Later, Peace. everybody.